Welcome back to another episode of I See Pixels Podcast. This is Anthony. And this is David. Um, welcome to it. Uh, we're back on track exactly on schedule as usual. I'm dropping our timely episodes the day and the time that they should be um, dropped. Um, which is really up to the universe. It's not really up to us. So, we're not late. You're late. Um, <laughs> but, I don't know. Well, I was already telling you how I woke up this morning was putting wheels on my car that I got and saw somebody's wheels got stolen in my parking lot. But, um, I, you gotta move out the hood. That's the thing. I, I, uh, I don't live in the... We have security. We have cameras. It's a oh, gated uh, complex. <laughs> somebody was dedicated. I was on. I live on. Uh, it's the fourth floor of the uh, parking deck. And I don't see that many people's wheels getting stolen around. Well, I don't be out in the streets, but I haven't seen that many people's wheels get stolen. Period. I remember when I was younger and we came uh, to DC to visit. I remember seeing cars on the side of the road on bricks, but I don't see that as often. Yeah, I um, I don't know. It, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing out here in Atlanta, because I've seen it in my parking garage before. But sometimes I'm like, did they get new wheels or something? What's going on? I didn't understand what was going on, but now I see. And I saw somebody else talking about it online. I was like, oh, okay. Now people are wilding out here, stealing stock Honda Accord wheels. Well, that's the thing. Like a lot of times, well, for some vehicles, the stock wheels are actually worth a lot. Um, not like uh, more than like some aftermarket wheels, some aftermarket. Yeah, wheels. but depending on the vehicle, they can be worth a decent amount of money. Maybe, then, especially if they're good condition, like, hey, I guess. But yeah, hey, I I just need some wheels for my car, and you happen to have the same car. Run it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's just like man, you got to put locks on your. Honda Accord wheels that I mean they look good because you've seen those new Honda Accords they look pretty good mm-hmm. but yeah yeah I don't know it's unfortunate and of course I was out there putting wheels on my car that I just got in this morning and I'm like I hope nobody comes out and thinks I did this <laughs> as long as you don't have a Honda Accord you're like, <laughs> it's like you you hit another like, car oh, you're, you're doing two cars those wheels from there it's like no you put them on your car no <laughs> it's like a, I'm committing a rash of crime or, uh, at 7am in the morning um yeah I don't know but well hopefully the people just didn't realize that they was on camera and so they're they're catchable yeah I've thought about that like I haven't thought about it that long, but like if I was a criminal, there are a lot of things you could get away with relatively simply just by like a little planning. Like if you know that there's a camera, just make sure you're not on camera or wear all black, wear a ski mask, or whatever. I mean, everybody got on Take a mask tag nowadays. Your car, yeah, and then you could get away with it. Yeah, but you just got to get in and out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like pit crews around but here. But I wouldn't. I definitely would not do that for some Honda wheels. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've seen. I saw a Dodge Charger that that had that happen, and it was like another. It was like an SUV that I saw it, like that happened to, in my apartment complex too. So I don't know what people are doing out here. The Dodge Charger and the Dodge Challenger are like the classic African American. Uh, 
male car yeah. now. Yeah. I see so many uh, Hellcats and things like that around here. Well, like, so last Saturday I was driving somewhere. I saw, like, four of them <laughs> within, like, a 20-minute drive. Yeah. And it's like, all right, this is becoming an issue. Well, it's not an issue, but it's, it, four Hellcats, not just, like, the regular generic charger that all the people that have ever been in the Army have. I'm talking about, like, yeah. the Hellcats. Yeah. Uh, challengers and Chargers, and it's like, all right, a lot of these are on, on the road. So I think, I mean, what that's something I wanted to talk about because you know like back in the day when Toyota had their like their sub brand for Scion mm-hmm. um, it was obviously kind of targeted at a younger crowd but Toyota is hamsters, already specifically well no hamsters was like the Kia the Soul oh yeah but yeah. uh because they they allowed you to do like customizations to the car and stuff yeah. like that, so it was obviously targeted a younger crowd. But you see, like, at least in this area, I see a lot of uh, people with a Hispanic background driving those types of vehicles, and of course, young people that are looking for something like maybe a little performance oriented. Yeah. And you see the same thing with like the FRS or whatever the Subaru version of it is called, yeah. um, where it's got definitely a, a specific crowd it's targeting. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought it was interesting because like Dodge from their advertising and stuff like that was not necessarily from my perspective targeting uh black people <laughs> that's that is true at all they were just like it's a fast car here's a dog yeah i mean because the charger's been around charger and challenger have been around for a long time i remember both of those came back out like early when i was in college i believe well you remember everybody was right getting the college? magnums too and that another car that wasn't targeted specifically but came out with big chrome wheels on it and you know how niggas niggas well, like the that 300 it's like the dodge ram truck with the 20s everybody was like oh my god yeah. this has got 20s and now it's like man you got 20s on your stock uh <laughs> whatever <laughs> but um yeah yeah i think like i don't know it's interesting how those cars ended up being very popular in a certain community without I don't think any intentional yeah. aim that way per se, because like the 300 was popular because it looked like a small uh, what's the name Rolls Royce oh, yeah. or Bentley or whatever. That one I saw them target at black people. Also, I think it was designed by a black guy. Yeah, yeah, it was. I don't. I'm trying to remember but if I, he I designed so, those other ones or was involved with those too, but I don't know. They're all kind of on the same platform. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's interesting how. And I think it's happened before because I think we've talked about like with Polo and Tommy Hilfiger and stuff like that, where you design something and you're targeting, you know, the generic soccer mom with your Dodge Magnum or the generic muscle car loving guy with your Hellcat Mm -hmm. or uh, Challenger Charger Hellcat or whatever, Red Eye. Um, But then a bunch of people like it. You, You know, you're targeting people that play golf or whatever and ski and ski with your polo ralph lauren tommy hilfiger all that type of stuff and then suddenly a bunch of rappers start wearing it. and now what do you have to do you have to pivot yeah. and well you don't necessarily have to pivot because they liked it the way it was but now you got at least recognize it <laughs> recognizing them yeah because including them in the advertising because in some, in way, some ways like if you start pivoting and trying to make it like you know you know, appeal to that crowd. If you start trying to go down that road, I feel like you're going to lose your audience because people like it because it feels exclusive. 
as part of it. I don't know if it's just the exclusivity, but it's just like, and then this is something we talked about before, is just like if you are too on the nose with your marketing in terms yeah. of, hey, this is definitely for black people, yeah. then a lot of times, well, it'll work to some extent, but some people will ignore it or it just yeah. won't work as well as it could have if you just did something good and someone discovered it and put it in a rap well, song. Think, or think about Feli. Like, Feli, I forget where they're from, mm-hmm. but they were not... Yeah, it was yeah. like something somebody found. It was like, oh, I'm going to start wearing those because, um, you know, somebody that went overseas or something like Yeah, no one else so it's like that exclusivity. Like, oh, I have something that you don't have. And once you start... Mm-hmm. I mean, not that Feli didn't do good, with the black community they still did but sometimes it's like yeah if you start targeting a little too heavy it's gonna feel like you know people liked it because of a certain i don't know i mean maybe not exclusivity but it it just feels like nice stuff so don't like try to dumb it down but all of these brands did that i mean because they weren't doing all these all over prints and all that kind of stuff (laughs) before I don't know. I guess. I mean, I guess you could actually say Dapper Dan started doing that, the all over print thing in a way. I don't know if he was the first one to do that, but I know he was big in that. And then these companies kind of copied that and were like, oh, they like that? Okay, let me do that. But. Yeah, it's a a voyage of discovery, I guess you could say, is that they realize, oh, that works? Yeah. Because we was out here trying to market, you know, we were doing it the dumb way, I guess, by putting like, hip-hop music and all our ads yeah. or whatever and then it was just like oh we just built a car that we targeted at different people and they just happened well, to like here's it. a question what you what is mustang trying to do by putting idris alba in their commercials well anytime so i i think from my perspective if you if you're a company and include black people in your commercials I immediately assume that you're just trying to reach the yeah. black audience. I know that sort of reinforces racism to think that way. Um, but especially if you haven't been doing it consistently yeah. before, because like if you see a lot of other Ford commercials, I don't. I, have, I don't remember a Ford commercial. <laughs> I don't know. They may have had black people. Who knows? I they didn't have famous black people in them. Yeah, I can say well. Because didn't uh, Serena or Venus one? Serena had a commercial for like a Lincoln. Oh, okay. But anyway, I guess well, they've been they've been targeting Lincoln and black people for a long time until they put Matthew McConaughey in yeah, the commercials. Yeah. But they've been targeting black people for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> Lincoln ain't had nothing that was nice, in my opinion. I, in I, 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 every time I see a commercial, I'm like, oh, it, y'all still making those? <laughs> yeah. Because they don't even have like a car that I re- remember. I know yeah, that's the last thing I remember. Like, like I have not seen a Lincoln, or maybe I have. I haven't seen a Lincoln driving around. But you know, all cars look kind of the same nowadays. But yeah, I haven't seen yeah. one that I paid attention to in a long time. But anyway, I guess my point is, uh, in terms of like, if you're using black people in your advertisements, that's fine. Um, but if I haven't noticed it that you were using mm. it before, then I feel like you're you're. And you, you come back with, like, after no black people, you come back with a famous black person. It's like, oh, okay, you're clearly trying yeah. to talk to me about something I may or may not. Well, about something that I probably don't care about. Because if I knew, if I cared about it, the people you use in your yeah. ad wouldn't matter to me. 
Well, and that's the you know thing that was interesting about the commercial because I was talking to Sade about it, like because <laughs> she saw it, she was like, "What? Is, why? Why?" And I was like, "Well, I see what they're trying to do because it's for commercial for the Mach E, which is a Mustang SUV, electric SUV Mustang, Mustang electric Mustang S, whatever. It's an SUV that has a Mustang on it and it's electric." And he's saying words like something completely different and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I think I see what they're trying to do because it is something completely different. And they're putting Idris Elba in it to target black people. But it's Idris Elba, so he has an accent. So it feels like mm-hmm. refined, you know, in a way that, you know, kind of almost akin to putting the Allstate guy in the commercial. The Allstate mm-hmm. guy, or have you heard the uh, <laughs> random thought? The guy that uh, he's like the the head of the Pentagon now. Okay, he sounds like the yeah. Allstate guy. It's a black guy, and he sounds like the Allstate guy. But, um, but yeah, somebody like that, or you know, well, I don't know. They they probably couldn't get Denzel in the commercial or something like that. But somebody that is like well respected, you know. Not the yeah. random, who's that, you know, black guy that they put in the commercial that, you know, maybe, maybe he delivered the line well, but that's still who's that person. <laughs> so, um, I, I see what they were trying to do. It just was kind of like, huh? Oh, okay. That is different. I didn't feel like they tried to make it for black people though, aside from putting a black person in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I, I respect it more when you start off with just a rando, like, it doesn't have to be a famous black yeah. person, just a black person in your ads, and I feel like I respect that more. I mean, but, but the black um, people in ads are always, like, not always, but, you know, sometimes they make them, <laughs> I remember somebody telling a joke about that, like, the black girl in the ad commercial, like, the different voices you have to do. There's like the more, you know, the one they put on BET versus the one they put on, you know, whatever other channel versus the one that's kind of in the middle so it's just got like a little bit of like a taste of uh <laughs> there's a comedian called named angel that i followed that was had a joke about it but um yeah <laughs> that's funny but like kind of because she could do all the different voices like for the different commercials because she does acting and stuff like that too but it's like that like right in the middle mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's a little black but still friendly but still a little black <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not too. You know, a little bit of seasoning. You know, just a a little touch of seasoning, but not too much. But not, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I forgot what the point was. I was trying to make. (laughs) Well, I think I think it's very interesting when you watch the commercials that you. If you look at the people that they have in the commercials, they rarely reflect the people that mm-hmm. actually use the product. And I was thinking about that in terms of like the Ford, because I saw a truck, a commercial for a truck, and it was well. So in my perspective, it's not, it does not reflect necessarily most of the mm-hmm. people who buy that vehicle. So it's a commercial for some kind of pickup truck or something. So it's a bunch of white people standing around acting like they're doing construction work or acting like they're a farmer, yeah, or you know that type of stuff. Middle American in the back of a truck, but. Yeah, a lot of middle America, but um, at least where I live, most of the people with pickup trucks are are not that are not from that that area. I 
They're not those type of people. That is true. Sure the people I've seen driving those big see. trucks and actually using them. Yeah, actually, I have not seen them in the commercials. Not, not so, and the same with the farmer, like the farmer, like oh, I'm tilling the yeah. ground with my Ford truck. There's people like, that aren't no. actually doing that. <laughs> Probably aren't. <laughs> but again, I think uh, I think there is a. Uh, some level of you know obviously there's there's diversity mm-hmm. across the country and so what I see here in my suburban area is not necessarily what's going on across the country I'm sure in middle middle America things may be exactly what's uh, there. I mean in some cases but I mean in some of those cases uh, I mean it's people that like to pose and get the truck but they're not actually using it in that way there's some people that are but not everybody a lot of people just like the look you know it's you know White white people's version of stuff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, you know it, yeah. Because yeah, the people that are actually using it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen them in a commercial. And the people that are buying it and like actually putting these trucks through the through the paces, yeah. I mean, in the other question, you watch Wandavision? Oh, okay. Well, no. I, I saw I saw another article about it, and I thought it was interesting when I saw it. But it's like they had were you you familiar with what it's about? I saw the commercial. That's it. It looked like some kind of uh, like a, a a sitcom or something. But it's not. It's not what you think. It is, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's well, you know, it's Wanda from the Avengers and Vision from the Avengers, and you should watch it. It's pretty good. First couple of episodes, you'll be confused, but it's pretty good. Okay, give me your Disney Plus login. <laughs> I mean, I have one. <laughs> but um, it, the people were talking about because in one of the episodes, she has a uh, she drives off. She she's going some kind of thing is going on, and then she drives off with a in a uh, you know a practical Buick sedan, like the small sedan, whatever that is. Um, and people are like, wait, she drives a Buick. In other movies, it's like they have all these nice cars. Tony Stark has an Audi, and you know, it's like all this kind of stuff. And it's like, what led her to just drive a Buick? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know it's product placement, but it's interesting. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it's just like, how was that choice made? Like, yeah, let's let's give her that car. That's that looks yeah. like the kind of car that she would drive a a you know equivalent of a Camry. <laughs> I guess it goes back to like just you can't I don't think it's safe to make any assumptions about anybody but I know there's a lot of people I've worked with where um, I met them you know you know, it's first day of work or whatever and I met, met, met these people and then back when I used to work in the office I sat by the window so I could see them walk into their car so I, several times I was surprised by what people were driving because you make assumptions about what people drive by based on you know maybe what they wear, what, you know, ethnicity, race, all that type of stuff. But then there's been several times I was surprised, like, what? <laughs> oh, that's what you're driving? So, yeah. again, I, that's why I think it's interesting, and I'd be very curious um, what type of pivoting has happened, like, in these companies when these things change. Like, what, what the discussions go on, because it's gotta be, like, what? I didn't expect them to like this. Now what yeah. are we gonna do? Yeah, I mean, if you think about the like, you know, uh, music videos and stuff like that with their, you know, stupid product placements. Or okay, what were we watching? 
we're watching old episodes of America's Next Top Model, and it's like these mm-hmm. random apps or like phones that they just keep. It's like, oh, I use my OVO phone for that. That'll be great. The OVO phone would be perfect for that. These products <laughs> that replace that you never heard of again. <laughs> and it's just funny. It's like, what? And it's so weird watching it now. It's like, what are they talking about? Mm-hmm. It's like you use your what phone? What kind of phone is that? I've never even heard of that before. <laughs> But I mean, I guess you know, you get in a check, you got to do what you got to do. Yep. Yeah, have you seen any like? Um, I know some shows. I feel like on Netflix, like you, I mean, cause, yeah, because they don't have commercials and stuff like that, so there's going to be product placement. I feel like Netflix does a good job of it because I I don't think of any like standout placements where I'm just like, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I. Uh... I'm trying to think. Yeah, I couldn't think yeah, of one. Of course, one. you'll notice stuff in in different movies and stuff like that. But most most times, if it's done, in my opinion, if it's done well, you don't notice it. Yeah, it's just kind of like, oh yeah, he's gonna use that. Okay, that makes sense. It's not some. But like, if if you're you know the character is walking up to the car and we spend like five minutes doing a slow pan across the car, and then I'm like, okay, yeah, you wanted me to look at this car. <laughs> Especially if it's out of place. It's like, why would that car be clean? Or, or how, how does yeah. that how does that person afford that car? What's going on here? That's a brand new yep. car. They're broke. What's going on? <laughs> They're just casually using features like, oh, let me open the sunroof for a better view. You know, stupid stuff like that. But you know, so it's been warm here a little bit for the last few days, and it's. Working inside in my office, I think we've talked about kind of how your office is set up can definitely have an impact on you. But um, my the way my office is set up has definitely, I guess, I feel more alive. I won't say I'm depressed, no. not 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 alive, but I definitely I definitely get tired faster working in my office because my office does not face my my computer setup does not face a window oh yeah. so recently this week it's been a warm a couple days this week so i've just been sitting outside and yeah my neighbors walk by and wave me and all that type of stuff but i think for me at least i've noticed and in the, i'm sure there's been studies done about this too and I'm, i've heard stuff about it too but um i definitely feel I don't know. I'm able to work longer and, and without feeling like distracted or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm have a view of something other than just my computer screen. Yeah, no, I can see that. And I'm we, we're in our new office now, and there are windows all around, which is great. I'm not really like next to the window. I'm facing the window, but not next to the window, so I can't see outside. And I can always get up. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I see that because yeah, just I mean, because I remember sitting in a hole like in, of an office all day, every day, mm. and it's like yeah, I have to get up and go walk around for some kind of mental stimulation, <laughs> just to like yeah, I used to work in an office that had no well, my manager had a window, but there was zero other mm. windows. Yeah, and so I had to walk. It was probably like at least a five minute walk just to get to somewhere where you could see outside. Wow. Because the office was like under our parking garage. Oh wow! Yeah, that's terrible. Um. So, that sucked. But 
the good thing about it well no no good things <laughs> <laughs> but i would definitely have to take a break periodically just to get outside just to see hey the sun's still yeah. outside what's going on outside i so i definitely appreciate uh i mean e- even in my current office i could just turn around and look out yeah. the window but I, I need to rearrange it so i can face the window what's interesting for me is we're you know i'm in the office again two days a week um it's our new office so new setup i don't have my own office i'm out in a cubicle they're not high cubicles so you can see other people but i'm in a cubicle you know out with everybody else every everybody's in a cubicle there's only three well sorry there's only four people that have an office like the top you know leadership team basically has an office and that's it and the accountant of course she can't just be out with the everybody else but yeah those are the only people that have an office <laughs> and um it's it's an interesting adjustment because part of me is like uh, i like to have my own space i don't like that people can just walk up behind me um how am i going to watch netflix now um things like that but on the other hand i mean also in the sound and stuff like that you have to hear people and things like that but on the other side i'm kind of torn because the team kind of wants to move away from some of the people so we have a little more of our own mm. area um so it's a little bit quieter but part of me and maybe it's just because i've been at home for so long but part of me is like i don't mind being near the people which is weird for me because i don't really like people like that but maybe i do i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't mind being there because i guess it's like a easy for me to talk to people and get that kind of like interaction and like you know keep on doing my work because i get i mean otherwise i have my own office unless it was just a day i just really didn't feel like dealing with anybody i mean i would get up and be walking around like talking to people sometimes near and there and it's like if i can just take my headphones off and because which solves the noise issue and talk to people or you know do whatever i need to quickly i don't mind it um yeah, I think being at home makes it makes you miss that. Yeah. Even if it was a little bit that bit, bit of interaction that you were able to have. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, I definitely have noticed that. And so sometimes, like me and my coworkers, we'll just get on a a WebEx or a Zoom mm-hmm. or whatever it's called, and it won't even be no serious thing. But we'll just be on there, just chatting about whatever, just because it's a. Yeah. I can do that while I'm working. Yeah. <clears throat> And it, it allows me to interact with them because otherwise it'll be 100% just chatting on Slack about yeah. nothing. So. I, th- I think it's important, especially as creatives, to be able to do that, to have that kind of interaction, that that stimulation and yep. all that kind of stuff because you need something to pull from. And I mean, and of course, collaborating with people in person is a lot easier sometimes <laughs> to go say, oh, I need this from this person instead of having to send an email and stuff like that that's going to get pushed to the bottom. I can just walk up on them. Just go pull up on them. Like, hey, <laughs> I sent you an email. Check your email. <laughs> you know. So do y'all have to wear masks and stuff in the office? Uh, it's a policy that's stand-up mask up. Basically, when you're walking around, you're supposed to have a mask on, but if you're at your desk, you're not, you don't need to wear it, which I don't know how effective that is. <laughs> to really think about it, it doesn't really make sense. But so a lot of people wear masks. There's people that don't. Like you know, IT 
I don't know. Some of the people in the night. You you know the types that are not gonna wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> and those people are not. <laughs> but um Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's Yeah, I don't know. We haven't had any outbreaks yet, I guess. I mean it, there's people that have gotten sick and they kinda shut everything down, but it hasn't been like a mass sickness. Mm-hmm. And uh I mean so I mean they have hand sanitizer everywhere and it's you know you're encouraged to wear your mask and stuff like that so but it's like the people that work together all the time yeah I mean they they all have all whatever whatever anybody else on their team has <laughs> that's kind of how, how I feel about it is like if especially if you're working on a small team and you're around each other yeah. like cause when it first started I was like eh, if I was going to get it from one of y'all I would have already got it because we would be in the same room yeah. working closely together every day for you know, eight hours a day or more. Yeah. But now, of course, with everybody being in their own little pod or whatever, then you know, even even like so, our team was maybe seven eight people. Even with only seven eight people, you're technically interacting with maybe eighty people because each of them has their own group of people they interact with, and so it just gets bigger and bigger. So, um, I don't know. I think that's interesting. I haven't. We have a lot of in my office. If I go in and they have like all this contact tracing stuff where you got to sign in that you came in so they can know that, oh, David was here and he's all sickly now. So anyone that came in that day needs to quarantine and all this other type of stuff. Mm. But that that's all reason why I don't go in because yeah. <laughs> I don't need to. But um, I don't know. That, that's that's interesting. And it's going to be interesting. I mean, it's we're approaching pollen season down here and pollen goes hard in Georgia. Yeah, it goes hard, hard. So people gonna be sneezing and everything else, and it's gonna be like, you know, <laughs> you don't know what's what, and the chance of you spreading it would be better. But I, I don't know, I don't know. Take your vitamins. Yeah, I mean, pull down your mask when you need to sneeze. I mean, I don't know. Go get your shots, I guess, if you can. I don't know. I don't know. Are they available for? I mean, are you all like for everybody? Uh, no, I don't think not yet. Not for everybody. I think because of where I work and the type of work I do, I'm closer to the top of the list. Yeah. But I don't I don't pay attention to it. And then every I've gone I, a few weeks ago. I was at CVS, and they had some big sign. No, we don't have vaccinations here. Go somewhere else. A few I guess people kept coming in there. Yeah. Asking about it. Um. But I haven't seen. I don't even know where they are. Yeah. I haven't looked for it. Last. I. I'm. I don't feel like I'm. Uh in as much danger as like you know somebody that works at mcdonald's or someone that's yeah, teachers you know works in the hospital or teachers yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no i know well, they opened it up still for... not in session here oh, but, okay. well they're in session but they're online but um i don't feel like i'm in in the level of danger that they are so i'd rather them get it before yeah. i do because i i do interact with people here and there but if i don't have to yeah you know anything i do is voluntary it's not my job to go out and meet up with people or whatever. Yeah. I don't have to do that. So. Yeah, I mean, my, yeah. my son just now went started going back to school like two days a week. So, but his mm. district is a lot slower because other places in Georgia, they've been back for months. So, <laughs> depends on how far how far out from Atlanta you live, how they uh, act. Which I mean, you know, there's various different reasons for that. But, um, but. Red state. Yeah. Hey, we're in transition to a blue state. We're working on it. 
<laughs> but um okay well we will um, talk to you guys next time we're going to talk about NFTs yeah that's the hot new thing to talk about mm-hmm Someone mentioned it to me a few weeks ago, but I hadn't read up on it or learned anything about yeah. it. So something I need. We're going to do a new thing where we research a topic and bring it to the public. Bring it to the to the DSPs. Mm-hmm. And NFTs the on the DSPs. Mm. That's what I was looking for. I couldn't think of what rhymed with NFT for a moment there. Uh, and if you want an NFT that's on a shirt, you can go to our um, shop. <laughs> uh, alienmuffin.threadless.com mm-hmm. or you can just go to alienmuffin.com and click on shop and shop. pick up some of our our, our merch. clothing items. items our merch support Gifts. our merch <laughs> less <laughs> more gifts anyway well bye thanks for tuning in <laughs>